now listening to the Let's Go With Will podcast. As always, let's go. Oh, what's up, everyone? It's great to see y'all again. And whether you're watching on YouTube, listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or SoundCloud, thank y'all for subscribing to the channel and checking out episode 143 of the Let's Go With Will podcast. As always, I'm your humble host, Will. And this week, we're starting off with basketball. We're still talking about the NBA Finals. The Warriors have a 3-2 lead against the Celtics. And I don't know if it's my pride talking, but I'm still picking the Celtics. And for obvious reasons, not Celtics in six anymore. I got the Celtics in seven. And I'll be discussing key things that we need to watch out for in these next two games, if it goes to game seven. I'm also going to be discussing Draymond Green and his podcast. And why I feel a lot of people are making a big deal out of nothing. And I'm also going to be discussing... Anthony Davis and him saying he has not shot a basketball since April 5th and why more people are making a big deal out of nothing again. Then we're going to move on to fight talk. I'm going to recap UFC 275 where we saw Yuri Prohaska submit Glover Teixeira. I'm also going to be discussing Joanna Janjacic retiring from the UFC and we also got fight announcements. We got Kamar Usman versus Leon Edwards. So I'll be discussing what that means for that division. That's on today's podcast. But before we begin, I want to give a quick shout out to this week's sponsor, which has been the sponsor for the past couple weeks. Let's go will.com. Make sure you guys check it out. Today, I obviously don't have any Let's Go Will merch, but I'll be discussing why I don't this week. If you guys support the channel by just watching or listening, I greatly appreciate it. But if you want to go above and beyond, make sure you guys tune in to Let's Go Will.com and support. We got shirts, we got hoodies, we got hats, we even got face masks. So if you want to go above and beyond, make sure you guys tune in to letsgowill.com. With that being said, let's go ahead and move on to my words of wisdom this week, which is don't put any limits on yourself. And the reason why this is my words of wisdom for this week is it goes back to why I wasn't wearing any of my merch today. I've been going to a lot of graduations lately. This is about my fourth one today that I went to. And this is because, if you guys don't know, I'm a teacher. Today's graduation was for the seniors at my school. This was the first graduation I went to as far as uh, students being there that I taught. So it was a bittersweet moment. I didn't have too many seniors, but I still had some that I wanted to go support. So I went to go check them out and congratulated them on their long and hard, successful route to finally finishing high school. It's a big deal no matter how many people try saying nah, it's just high school. It's a big deal. So I want to say don't limit yourself because especially out of high school, since I've been going to a lot of graduations, that's when you have your biggest ambitions, your biggest goals. And that's where a lot of people usually let their dreams die or they don't choose to follow their dreams because of maybe their own insecurities, but also insecurities of other people around them. And the reason I say don't put limits on yourself because in this world, it's better to understand this at a young age instead of waiting to learn this through life experiences. It's better to take this advice at a young age. This life is what you make it. It doesn't matter what scenario you were born into. It doesn't matter what scenario and surroundings you're growing up in. You have the power to change everything around you. So if you start to limit yourself and say, oh, I want to own my own business. And then you start limiting yourself. Well, okay, maybe I want to just do this. Okay, maybe you just... And you start limiting yourself. That's when you start killing your own dreams. And there's no point of killing your own dreams. And it's also those limitations sometimes you put because of the people around you. They're not 
um, their foresight is not big enough to be able to see things in the future. And I'm not saying everyone could predict the future and, oh, look, I got a magic ball. I can see into the future. No, but sometimes you have to believe in yourself where you know your dreams and your aspirations are going to come true as long as you put in the work. And if you start to limit yourself at a young age, that's when you just start following the safe route. And that's okay to follow the safe route, but that doesn't mean that's the only route that you have to go down. Do not limit yourself. Set high goals. Notice how I said goals and not dreams. A goal without a without a plan is just a wish. So make sure your goals as you're setting your your aspirations, you have a plan to complete them. Don't limit yourself to one thing or don't limit yourself and say, "Ah, I can't do that because I haven't seen nobody around me do that." Maybe you should be the first one to do it. That way the people that are looking at you can be inspired and say, I want to do the same thing. And that's how change starts. All you got to do is just spark that mind, put that idea in somebody's head, and you can make them a better person. And I always say on this podcast, energy goes both ways. Negative energy is contagious, and so is positive energy. So don't limit yourself because that energy is contagious. And then those that are watching you are slowly going to be like, maybe I can do this too. And that's the most important thing in this world is helping each other out. If we're not here to help each other out, then what's the point of going through life just being selfish? No, the beauty in life is you can help other people be great too. And that's what greatness is. So words of wisdom this week is do not limit yourself. Don't place limits on yourselves and make sure you guys aspire to reach your goals. And it goes back to because I've been going to a lot of graduations. I've been seeing a lot of young kids graduating. I saw my class. I went to my little brother's nephews graduation high school graduation so it's i've been seeing a lot of ambitious kids and i hope they keep that ambition i hope they don't limit themselves so yeah that's the only reason i wasn't wearing let's go um will merch this week and i do have polos that have let's go but unfortunately they were dirty this week because i wore them earlier and i didn't time it right i'm telling you guys i've been going to a lot of graduation so i've been wearing a lot of polos lately I still got to represent being a PE teacher. I'm not going to wear a whole tie and all that. Nah, I'll wear my own style. With that being said, that's going to be it for Words of Wisdom. So let's get right back into the podcast. And as always, let's go. Easy bucket. Warriors are up in the NBA Finals right now, 3-2. They beat the Celtics. They're going back to the Celtics' home court. And yes, when I make predictions, sometimes my pride, my ego gets involved. And even though the things are leaning towards the Warriors right now, my pride and my ego are still talking because I still have faith in the Celtics. And let me preface this at the very beginning. I'm a diehard Laker fan. I bleed purple and gold. There's no way, shape, or form me supporting or rooting for the Celtics. It's just an NBA Finals prediction. So I still got the Celtics. Obviously, it can't be in six anymore. So I got them winning in seven. But there's certain things that I need to, or that we need to keep an eye out for in game six. First thing, before we start talking about the series, in elimination games, this playoffs, the Celtics are 2-0. In this playoffs, the Celtics have had to face tougher competition. They've knocked out the Nets, Milwaukee, the Heat. I'm still leaning towards the Celtics. 
So I got them winning, especially at home. I don't think the Celtics, I mean, the Warriors can get it done at Boston. And that maybe it's ego talking, maybe it's pride, but I'm still sticking with the Celtics. And there's other things that we have to keep an eye out for in this series. And the first thing that I have to discuss right away is the Celtics turnovers. They're missed shots. They're wasting a lot of these opportunities that, of course, the Warriors are going to win if you keep turning the ball over. If you guys are inefficient with your shots, you're giving it to the Warriors. And let's go ahead and pull up the box score because sometimes when you see the box score, you're able to see things a little more clearly. Andrew Wiggins had a great game, 26 points. But you know who didn't have a great game? Steph Curry. He had 16 points, did not make a single three. And the Celtics still won this game by 10 points. Excuse me. The Warriors still won this game by 10 points. So if you're limiting Curry, you cannot let other people go off. You cannot turn over the ball as many times as you guys did and expect to win the game. We talked about this before. If they turn the ball over 15 more, 15 times or more a game, they lose every single time. Protect the ball. And let's talk about the person that I feel is leading the charge right now in the Celtics. Yes, Jason Tatum is the face of the franchise right now. But if Jalen Brown doesn't have his best game, the Celtics lose. When he plays great, the Celtics win. I'm not saying he's solely the only reason when they lose, but it's a a little smart a little key factor to look out for as I'm watching game six. This past game he had 18 points. But it's not the points that I'm looking at for him right now. It's the let me go ahead and pull it up. Turnovers. The way too many in this game. Jalen Brown had five turnovers alone. Tatum, four. Marcus Smart, four. Them alone right there is 13 turnovers. And then let's go ahead and talk about Horford's. Another two and then another too many turnovers. Jalen Brown has to limit those. If he's going to be leading the team, if he's going to be the point guard of the team or shooting guard, it doesn't matter what position he's in. He can't turn the ball over five times. So Jalen Brown, please, game six. Keep those turnovers down. And it's not only Jalen Brown. Let's talk about Tatum as well. For Tatum being the face of the Celtics right now, he has been a little inconsistent. Yes, I've talked about how maybe if he doesn't score, he's still able to assist the ball. But one game is assist. One game's turnovers. One game it's not scoring. It's just so many different Jason Tatums that I, I'm starting to see... Maybe he's inconsistent for a whole series, and maybe it's finally starting to catch up. If the Celtics want to win this game, Tatum has to come out and control the tempo by limiting those turnovers, by being able to get your teammates open. This game he had 27 points, but he only had four assists. He's got to be able to get everybody else going as well because we saw in game one when he started getting... Al Horford more, more involved in the offense. He had a total of 13 assists, and Horford went off for 20. This game, Horford only had 9 points. Tatum only had 4 assists. So there's obviously a direct correlation between the stats. And let's go ahead and put the stats to the side for now because I'm not an NBA analyst that's just, oh, stats, stats, stats. It's plain as day on the court. If you're playing basketball, and it doesn't matter if it's at the highest level, no matter what, 
let's just talk about basketball at the rec league or basketball anywhere. Just basketball in general. If your teammates are not getting you involved, are you going to want to play as hard? If your teammates are not getting you the open touches that you feel like they should be getting you, are you going to be willing to play a little bit extra harder on defense? Now, yes, this is the NBA Finals. This is the highest form of basketball that there is on the planet right now. But we're still human beings. I'm starting to see a little bit of factors going on right now. Maybe the ball's not being distributed as much. And maybe that goes back to turnovers. But the Celtics need to get that figured out in game six. If they do not get that figured out within the next two days, the Warriors are going home with the championship. But it's my pride. It's my ego that's still picking the Celtics. So I'm going to stick with the Celtics. But those are some things that we need to be watching out for. And a lot of people have been saying, yeah, well, maybe this is the Celtics' inexperience in the finals. And this is why the Warriors are succeeding right now. Because they've been here. They've done it. But this is the only time where I don't really feel it's an experience issue. Because going into these playoffs, I mentioned it at the beginning of the podcast. The Celtics have had a tougher route to the finals. They've been in a Game 7 situation multiple times this postseason. They faced elite offenses like the Nets. They faced tough defenses like the Heat. They faced reigning finals MVP in Giannis Antetokounmpo. So maybe the inexperience is not so, so much of a factor. But at the same time, it's easier done when you've been there before. So I understand why they're talking about the experience level and this is the way to handle it. Maybe it's still leaning towards the Warriors, but I don't think it should have been as much of a factor as much as people want to make it out to be. So Celtics, I still am picking them. Celtics in seven. But it's not a it's not it's not something that I'm like I can't see out of the realm of possibility the Warriors just closing out in six. I'm still going to go with the Celtics. That's my pick. I don't abandon my picks. Even if logic is telling me the Warriors are going to win. No, Celtics in seven. So we're talking about experience. And let's talk about Draymond Green and why I feel a lot of people are making things out of nothing. Draymond, after every game, goes home, does his podcast. Releases the podcast, then goes out and plays the next game. A lot of people are saying, oh, he's distracted doing his podcast. That's why his numbers have been so low this playoffs. Well, I've said it plenty of times. Draymond Green's numbers sometimes don't represent or are indicative of his play on the court. There's a lot of things that you don't get stats for, like bringing that intensity, getting those extra hustle points, getting that energy involved with your teammates. Those things don't show up on the stat line. And those are the intangibles. That Draymond Green brings out onto the court. And everybody loves playing with a player like that. Someone that's high energy, high pace, and is an enforcer for your team. Everybody loves playing with a player like that. So that's why I don't really give Draymond Green so much of a hard time when his numbers are down. Yeah, obviously, we want your player like that to score more than four points, more than eight points. You want him to have at least more points than fouls. We've been seeing those stats flying around. But this issue where people were saying he's distracted, he's worried about his podcast, he's this, this, and that. Well, guess what? Even if they're the highest, this is the highest form of basketball, even though if they're professional athletes, 
they're still human beings. They still have interests outside of basketball. And it could be outside of basketball, but this one in particular still pertains to basketball. It's a podcast where he talks about basketball still. Talks about sports and other stuff going on in the world, but it's still primarily sports. So I don't understand what the biggest issue is, is with. Do you want Draymond to just basketball, basketball, basketball 24-7? That's when you get men- mental fatigue. That's when you get burned out. He can have a podcast. He can have a podcast, go out, do it for an hour, and the rest of the 23 hours in the day can be NBA Finals, NBA Finals, NBA Finals. Two things can be true. You can have a podcast, but you can still be involved in your finals with your team. Some people are making a big deal out about a podcast. It's a podcast. And obviously, from my point of view, I'm a podcaster. I'm talking about it right now. Maybe that's why I'm favoring it and I'm leaning a little bit towards Draymond Green's side. But it's just a podcast. They're making a big deal about it. And just like in sports, in every every big sports franchise or every big sports market, whether it's football, soccer, basketball, UFC, all that, it doesn't matter. Winning solves everything. So if Draymond is putting out podcasts, but the Warriors are winning, does it really matter? Winning solves everything. And as of right now, the Warriors are up 3-2. Ego talking, I still got the Celtics. But the facts are the facts. The Warriors are up right now. So it's a big deal. It's it's a big, they're making a big deal out of nothing. And let's go ahead and quickly go back to something I wanted to discuss. I pulled that up. Let me go ahead and discuss this real quick which is the finals MVP. If the Warriors win, which is a highly light or not highly likely, but it's a high possibility that they might win in six, we got to talk about the finals MVPs. And a lot of people are discussing, oh, Wiggins has been going off lately. He had 26 points this past game. Okay. That doesn't mean one performance gets you finals MVP. We've been down this road before. Iguodala wins finals MVP. Kevin Durant wins MVPs. So now the narrative is, well, Curry, if somebody plays a little better than they are expected to play, they should get finals MVP. And that's the Curry hate. And I've contributed a little bit to that, but not all the way because I'm not saying Curry doesn't deserve finals MVP. I'm just saying Curry's still missing out on that finals MVP. Now, if one player plays a little bit better than they usually do, that doesn't automatically make them finals MVP. Curry, for this series, let me go ahead and pull it up. He is still averaging 30 points a game, 4 assists, almost 6 rebounds, 5.8. His plus minus is 5, 5.4, the highest out of anybody on the court, whether that's the Warriors or Celtics. And let me go ahead and get away from that analytics because it's not about just numbers. He still comes out and performs. And he's not playing that bad of a defense. A lot of people like to make a scene where Steph Curry is just a cone out there on the court. No, he's not. He does move around. He's not the highest of an elitist or elite of a defender. But it's not like he's just a cone. So finals MVP. I don't care how good Wiggins is playing. I don't care how much energy Draymond brings. I don't care if game six, Klay Thompson comes out. If the Warriors win... Finals MVP goes to Curry. He's been playing the most consistent. Yes, he had one slow start or one bad scoring game. The Warriors still won that game. If the Celtics win, as I project, 
There's two picks that it should go to, possibly. Jalen Brown, we talked about that, but I'm going to lean towards more of the pick that I feel is going to be the consensus of finals MVP, which would be Jason Tatum. And for obvious reasons, he's the face of the franchise. Inconsistent or not, he's still producing. Maybe not at the highest level where you want your star to produce at. Because right now, let's go ahead and talk about the overall numbers. 23.2 points a game. Seven assists, seven rebounds. That's okay. That's efficient enough to get you finals MVP if you win. But if we're talking about the finals MVP in the upper echelon of players that have won the award, those numbers are pretty low right now. Assists, rebounds are okay. Points, 23. Eh, we could work on that. But if the Celtics win, Jason Tatum's getting finals MVP. If the Warriors win, I don't care how good Wiggins has been playing. I don't care how good Draymond or Clay Thompson might play in game six. It's going to be Curry. There's no way around that. I'm still picking the Celtics. But we'll see what happens. Next week, if I come back to the podcast and I'm like, ah, shaking my head, you guys know who won. If I'm here braggadocious, I come here with my chest out, my shoulders back, and I'm all proud. The Celtics won. You guys know. We'll see. You guys let me know in the comments. Do you guys agree with me or do you guys want to go with the Warriors? That's it, you guys. Let me know in the comments. Something that has been getting me a little bit upset is Anthony Davis. Not because of what he said. Anthony Davis said he has not shot a ball since April 5th. Something that I highly doubt. But let's just pretend that's true. Let's just take it at face value what he said. Let's just... Not face value. Let's just take it to to be honest and be true. Okay, he hasn't shot a basketball since April 5th. This is a big deal out of nothing. But I understand public perception has a lot to do with reputation in the league. Anthony Davis this year, injuries, 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 not living up to expectations. And then plus you say things like this. I haven't shot the ball since April 5th. Public perception is not going to look good for you right now. Some things you just don't have to say. I'm not saying he's wrong for saying it. He can say whatever he wants. But do you have to say certain things? And it's crazy because after that comment you saw today, Lethal Shooter posted a pic with Anthony Davis getting some, or just posted it together. And you know if you're with Lethal Shooter, you're putting up shots just like that, how quickly things change. But it's a big deal out of nothing. Maybe he's on vacation. Yeah, he can be working out still. That doesn't mean he's putting up shots. Maybe he's getting his health right. But it's a big deal out of nothing. But I do understand the public perception. Anthony Davis, did you really have to say, oh, I haven't put up a shot since April 5th? Really? Public perception. That's like like when you're playing 2K and it gives you that option after a win, what you say in an interview, what you don't. You get points based off that. Did you really have to say that, Anthony Davis? Negative 10 points on crowd on crowd um crowd chemistry or whatever that's whatever it is on 2K. But you guys, you guys, if you play 2K, you know what I'm talking about. Did you have to say that, Anthony Davis? I honestly don't think so. It's basketball. I've been playing a lot of basketball myself lately. I've been playing at extra park leagues. I've been playing in the NLT. If you guys don't know what the NLT is, the National Latino Tournament. The Latino Pro-Am, I've been playing a lot of leagues. I'm getting back into it. I'm excited. Just want to give a quick shout-out on the podcast. Since we're talking about basketball, quick shout-out to whoever's listening that has been inviting me to these basketball games. 
whether it's Matt, I appreciate you inviting me, whether it's Joseph, whether it's Ollie, whether it's um, Juan, whether it's eh, whoever invites me, whether it's Ricky, I appreciate that because as soon as I started playing basketball again, I put out the bad signal saying, hey, if you got games, invite me. I'm pulling up. I bring the camera, everything. I've been getting a lot of people telling me, hey, pull up here, pull up here. And trust me, it's greatly appreciated. So since we're talking about basketball, and if you guys are watching the podcast, I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. And continue sending me invites because it doesn't matter when. It doesn't matter where. It doesn't matter who. I'm pulling up to play basketball. It doesn't matter the location, scenarios. It doesn't matter. I'm pulling up. So keep inviting me. And I appreciate you guys. Thank you. With that being said, that's going to be it for basketball. Let's go ahead and switch over. To fight talk. fight talk fight talk fight this past week and we had ufc 275 and there was a lot of outcomes that shocked me there was a lot of things that made me go oh my god did that really just happen it was a great night of fights the three main fights definitely delivered let's go ahead and talk about the first one Zhang wei li round of applause great victory great way to get back onto title opportunity great way to bounce back off a pair of losses first of all Give her respect. A round of applause. Let me go ahead and put a round of applause for her. Now, let's talk about Yuana Yonjacek. This is a person that deserves the utmost respect for what they've done in mixed martial arts. Not only in UFC, just mixed martial arts in general. Round of applause. Major round of applause for Yuana Yonjacek. Single-handedly. Bringing the most attention to this division it's ever had. Obviously, she's there from the start. So we got to give respect to the people that start the division. But only because she started, she was there from the start. But because of the type of champion she has been. Yeah, her boogie woman persona. Sometimes it was a little cringy. I'll admit that. Sometimes it was a little baffling. But no matter what, she carried herself with the utmost respect. Whether it was a victory. Or a loss. So we got to give her major respect as she has retired from fighting. It was immediately after the fight. So sometimes in the heat of the moment, they say that and they come back for one more. Whether it's retirement or she'll come back in two years or three or one year, two months. It doesn't matter. We got to give her the most utmost respect. Joanna Yonjacek, thank you so much for what you've done for mixed martial arts and notice how i keep saying mixed martial arts i'm not saying just women mixed martial arts because she's done a great deal in women but she's also pushed the boundaries in just mixed martial arts in general so round of applause let's give her one more round of applause major respect next fight valentina shevchenko even though it wasn't the outcome i thought it was going to be or in the manner it was going to be she still got the victory Talia still put on a great performance. Much more impressive than I thought. Got to give both of them respect. But Shevchenko is not going to lose that title anytime soon. So give her a round of applause. Another round of applause. Right now, so far in these three fights, I'm one and one. And in the Yuri Glover Teixeira fight, this was hands down the top contender right now for fight of the year. Instant classic. And I don't want to get caught up in the moment, but there was a lot of things that just made it a great fight to watch. The back and forth, the competitive nature from both of them after being fatigued. Both of them were tired from after 
Round two, in my opinion. They were both tired. They were both gassed, but that's because they were pushing the, each other to the limits. So I, I got to give major respect to both of them. I picked Yuri to win via first-round KO. And I said, if Glover wins, it's going to be a third-round submission. I, in no way, shape, or form, did I see Yuri going to pull off. Did I see Yuri pulling off a submission, especially to Glover, who's never lost via submission? Got to give him respect to that. For both Respect to both of these fighters. Round of applause to them again. It's round of applause day for a fight game right now because it was a great fight of weekends. A great weekend of fights. Excuse me, I've been tongue-tied. Did I see this coming? Heck no. There was times in the fight where I said, damn, Yuri's done. Glover's going to submit him. He's tired. Got to give him major respect. And there's more parody in this division. And I'm not saying this is the best of all time right now. But ever since John Jones has left, the, you see how quickly the belts have been changing. This person has his belt for two fights. This person has the belt for two. This person has the belt for one. And just there's been three title changes since he's left the division. So not only am I giving credit to John Jones for his dominance, I'm also giving credit to these up-and-coming fighters. Not up-and-coming. Let me not say that because Glover's not up-and-coming. For these fighters next in line, give them credit because they're coming out and showing, hey, I deserve to be a champion, and this is why. So Yuri, round of applause. I'm going to give you a round of applause for winning the belt. Great job. Great fight a week. Great weekend of fights. And even this weekend, we also have more fights. We got a UFC fight night. Calvin Cater versus Josh Emmett. This is going to be a great fight. So far from what I've seen, it's going to be a good fight. I'm not going to act like I know everyone on the roster. If I'm being honest, I the first four fights, I know who's fighting. Joaquin Buckley's fighting. Kevin Holland's fighting. Tim, Tim Means as well. Donald Cerrone, Joe Lozon, Calvin Cater, Josh Emmett. I got Joaquin Buckley winning his fight. I got Kevin Holland winning his fight. I got Joe Lozon winning that fight. And I got Calvin Cater winning that fight. Those are my four picks for this weekend. I'm not going to go too in-depth. I'm not going to act like I know everyone, like all their history and that. It's a fight night. I don't usually go too in-depth unless it's a major fight night, a major fight. So this weekend, those are my picks. Buckley, Holland, Lozon, Cater. What you guys think, let me know in the comments down below. This past weekend, we had an amazing weekend, and it delivered a major fight announcement. Kamaru Usman versus Leon Edwards 2. It's been announced. It's official. I'm excited for this one. Not only am I excited because of the history they have. They fought one time before. But because of what this means for the rest of the division. Now it's starting to show. If you put in the work. You will eventually get a title opportunity. Leon Edwards has been pushed back from title contention for a while now. He was this close. One punch away from possibly losing this title opportunity. If you guys know what I'm talking about. That one punch that Nate Diaz got him. He was that close from losing his title opportunity. Stuck it through. Got the victory. And just like that, it shows that even if you put in the work, it might be longer than it should be, but you will eventually get that title opportunity. Kamar Usman, Leon Edwards, I'm excited for this fight. Now it shows the rest of the division. Hamza Chemaev will definitely probably get the next shot in line or maybe running back against Gilbert Burns. Vicente Luque, Belil Muhammad, that one's interesting. Maybe they can do it. 
it's a bunch of fights that we can make now that we have clarity on who's getting the next title opportunity. And this is the thing that I say all the time. In the fight game, this goes beyond MMA. This is also for boxing. Stay ready because you never know who's going to miss out on their opportunity. Contract disputes, injuries, other circumstances. Sometimes you get a title opportunity like this and something strange happens and boom, you get the title opportunity. This person falls out, you fall in, and there you go. You can easily become champion like that. So stay ready because something happens in this fight. Let's say Kamaru Usman re-injures his hand. Kobe Covington, Leon Edwards, Chimaev, somebody can step up and they make that an interim title. Let's say Leon Edwards falls out. I'm not knock on wood for both of them. Let's just say something happens. Somebody else can step up, face Kamar Usman for the belt. So you got to stay ready. In the words of a wise man, in order to, you don't have to get ready if you stay ready. Or I stay ready so I don't have to get ready. There you go. My bad. I'm tongue tied. You know, after a while talking on the podcast, especially this form of podcast where it's just me talking to the mic, staring at the camera, sometimes you get tongue-tied. There's podcasts where you have interactions with two people, you have guests, where it's a little more free-flowing. But this form of podcasting does get a little tongue-tied, so thank you guys for sticking with me through this journey. And with that being said, football season's behind us. Basketball season is slowly approaching where it's starting to be put to the side now. We're like exactly a week away. By next podcast, it would be the last um, podcast uh, basketball talk for, the, for this season. We got some announcements to make about the podcast. Don't worry. I'm not going anywhere. I'm continuing. I'm still staying strong. We're getting our YouTube numbers up. Our Spotify, podca- our Spotify SoundCloud, and Apple Podcasts. Our numbers have been really decent, but it's our YouTube numbers that I'm still trying to drive up. This podcast is going to be revamped. I have not taken a break in two years. I'm not going to take a break. But there will be some changes to the podcast. It's still going to be sports-oriented. Don't worry. I'm not going to get completely change the, la- or the landscape of the podcast. But there will be some changes as far as... The set design, as far as also certain segments, we're going to be adding things on. We're going to be adding as a preview. We're going to be adding um, current events on the podcast. It's not going to get too political. I'm talking about the current events of the landscape. I'm also going to start bringing on more guests again. Little by little, we're going to start introducing and revamping the next era of the Let's Go With Will podcast. So I want to thank you. For joining me on this journey. These past two and a half. Going on three years now. It's been an amazing ride. It's not stopping. It's just only getting better. So thank you guys for supporting. If you guys want to go above and beyond. Make sure you guys tune into Let's Go World.com. I'll get a little more into that right now. But before we end the podcast. We're also going to be adding a music segment to the podcast. Giving more recommendations. I know I just give you guys one song at the end. But I'll be discussing other things on the podcast as well relating to music. So I'm excited for that. Rejuvenated. It's because of a lot of these things I'm interested in. I'm not just interested in sports. I'm interested in a lot of things. As humans, we have multiple interests. One thing does not define who we are. There's different sides to our personality. 
So I want to thank you guys for giving me the opportunity to grow and add more things to the podcast. So without further ado, this is a song to add to your workout playlist. This is Million Dollars Worth of Game by 2 Chains featuring 4-2 Doug. Let me go ahead and play it. Let me go ahead and pause that. I don't want to get flagged by YouTube or demonetized. I don't want to get demonetized by YouTube, flagged by Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, whatever it is. But make sure you guys add that song to your workout playlist. It's called Million Dollars Worth of Game, featuring 42 Doug by 2 Chains. Once again, thank you for supporting, whether you're watching or listening. It means so much to me that you guys share some of your time, some time out of your day to listen to me, to watch me. I greatly appreciate that. And if you want to go above and beyond, Make sure you guys tune into Let's Go World.com where you can get shirts, sweaters, hoodies, masks, whatever it is. Thank you guys for supporting. Make sure you guys check that out. And once again, to reiterate the words of wisdom this week, don't limit yourself. Don't put limitations on your goals. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. To all my graduates this year, I'm not sure if I'm going to any other um, graduation. I think that's that's it for this year. Congratulations. It's a small step in your next part of your journey. Keep it going. If you guys ever tune into this podcast, just know that I'm wishing the utmost success for you. I'm wishing happiness and joy for the rest of your lives. But we're being realistic. It's not always going to be happiness. It's not always going to be joy. But just like you get rainy days, there's going to be sunshine with it as well. Every single thing doesn't last forever. So know, know that there's two sides of it. And continue pushing through. And I wish you great success. So thank you guys. If you guys ever watch this. And for my students. Thank you guys for being awesome. You guys have been the best students I've had. And I tell you guys all the time. I never go to work. It's great to be there. I have fun being there. So if you guys ever watch this. And you guys. Oh. What what does he talk about? And if you guys tune in long enough. And you saw what I talked about. I appreciate you guys. So thank you. With that being said, that's going to be it for the podcast. I want to thank all of you. You guys are the real VPs. Without you, I'm just a man talking to a microphone, looking at a camera. So thank you guys. And as always, let's go. Let's go.